0: You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack. We're on the go. All right, we're having a lot of fun here. So there's an old saying, and it goes...
1: Make allowance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Measure twice, cut once.
1: Unless you don't know how to measure.
0: Unless you... Okay. Well um and you
1: measure and measure, and measure or and cut and cut and cut.
0: Well you, you could cut without measuring, you could eyeball it, right? How do you think that would work out?
1: It depends on how good your eyesight is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Especially when the one eye is stronger than the other for me, so Well make sure everything.
1: you close the weak one. <laughs> yeah. When you eyeball it. Yeah, it won't work out too great. I mean <laughs> You might have to make a few cuts or a few purchases to buy more wood, but.
0: But what if you don't have any more wood? What if all, you only have one shot and you got to get it right the first time?
1: Then you should probably hire somebody who knows what they're doing <laughs> with a good eye. Yeah.
0: Well, my dad taught me measure twice, cut once. And we we actually got a perfect opportunity to practice that out because mm. he was helping me build the deck. And I had to do a lot of cutting. So I did a lot of measuring. Actually, I actually had to do at least twice as much measuring as I did cutting because I measured twice. Right. <laughs> so did you only
1: measure twice.
0: I, sometimes I did like three or four times. How did your times. dad feel about that? Uh, I tried to do the measuring before he got there.
1: <laughs> what would he have said if you knew you measured four or five times? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> as well, long as it's one cut, that's what's important. That's when I was
0: trying to get that right. Because even though I measure twice or five times, when I go to cut, I almost always seem to mess it up. I mean, I'll, I'll be, I can get it lined up with the blade and then it'll just shift right at the last second or the blade, maybe you do cut on the line. Do you cut just before the line or do you cut right after the line? So... My dad also taught me, if you're going to do a job, do it right the first time. Mm. So you don't have to do it again. So I try to uh, listen to what he taught me and do it right. But still, even with the best of intentions, I fall short. Mm -hmm. I mess the cut up. And I've gotten to the point now to where I at least try to, if I'm going to mess the cut up, you know, not cut too much because I can't put...
1: Wait, Put it back what? on. What? So you purposely mess it up? No, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: sounds bad. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes I'll like err on the side of caution. <laughs> like uh, you know, if I wasn't quite sure, I'll just go a little, little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe we'll that's going with that. It's so how does that, so well. how
1: does that apply to us spiritually? Right. So, so where, I'm
0: get- where I'm getting, where I'm getting at, is Colossians three, verse. 12, of course. Um, but I got to read this for you in the NLT because that's the New Living Translation. And I just like the way that it says it here. Um, I read this verse early on in my walk with Christ, and it's always stuck with me. Um, but it's just the way that it says it in the NLT. It says, uh, Colossians 3, 13, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And It stuck with me because it says make allowance for each other's faults. Mm. So it's like a, almost like a future tense of this is going to happen. It's not like, Hey, when someone offends you, forgive them. It's saying people will offend you. Someone will say something to make you mad. Um, I'm laughing right now. Cause I I said (laughs) something right before we started this podcast that made her mad. So,
1: Are you trying to tell me to practice allowance right now? I don't know what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, So we need to be prepared for when someone doesn't live up to our expectations or offends us that that's going to happen because we are imperfect. I'm imperfect. I say things all the time that are silly and shouldn't have said. So, you know. We need to make allowance for each other. I need grace, and we need to extend grace. Mm. And the verse says, uh, remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And I just thought it was a good reminder that you know people are going to offend you. People are going to upset you. People are going to let you down. But you've got to make allowance for each other's faults so that when it happens, instead of taking it like so personally and getting so upset— just being ready to extend the grace already. It's like, it's all right. And you know, I forgive you and give that grace because we all want that same grace in return. I know I need it.
1: I think it's, um, you know, really easy for us to say that, well, you know, that's Jesus. Of course he can extend grace. He's perfect. You know, he, so it's so much easier for him to extend the grace to us than it is for us to extend to other people. Yeah. But, um, Colossians chapter four says, um, uh, walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time. Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer every man. And I think that verse right there just really, you know, tells us that we need to make allowance for, for everybody, even the unbelievers. It's our testimony to them when yeah. we do make an allowance. And, uh, it furthermore says seasoned with salt. And I think it's interesting. You you were reading something earlier and it said um, it's for taste and for yeah. uh, prevention of corruption. Yeah. So.
0: Because salt is like a natural preservative. Is that the word? Right. Um, mm-hmm. So that verse you were reading too, it's also sp- specifically in relation to your your conduct with unbelievers. Yes, where like the verse that I was reading earlier was more about within the body of Christ. It's just talking about the perfect bond of unity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's saying, hey, even in the church, even with brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, they're going to offend you. Right. You you maybe maybe you can say, oh, I'd expect it from somebody who doesn't understand, you know, what we believe or something. But hey, even your brothers and sisters are going to hurt you. But then. In the verse you're reading, it's talking about the unbelievers, those that aren't in your circle, mm-hmm. um, that that grace is just as important, but it's a little different because it's about your testimony. It says you're making the most of every opportunity. So you kinda never know who's listening or yeah. who's really paying attention to, you know, the way you talk, your testimony, you know, you your opportunity to be the light. In a dark place mm-hmm. um, and, and so we can do that if our it says our speech with grace right yeah, so I'm gonna um I'm gonna make uh more effort to measure twice and cut once, so keep measuring, keep cutting one day we'll get there
1: that's right,
0: okay let's make the cut
1: cut.